0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the pilot episode of the Disorder Discussion Podcast. I'm Nabiha Khan.
1: And I'm Eric Yu.
0: As you all know, this is a pretty tough time for everyone.
1: That's absolutely right. As we face the numerous challenges being quarantined can pose, it is very important to continue to take care of your mental health.
0: That's why for today's podcast, we'll be focusing specifically on neuropsychiatric disorders
1: we'll be discussing and updating you on our month-long research process on the subject of Comorbid Major Depressive Disorder, or Comorbid MDD for short.
0: So far, our research has been conducted by reading online articles and reliable websites. In our pitch over a month ago, we were very ambitious and hope to take on three major topics, Comorbid MDD, antidepressant resistance, and antibiotic resistance.
1: Since there has been so much information available on all of these topics, Uh, we decided to make our project more specific, focusing on only one of the subjects.
0: We decided to narrow in on comorbid MDD. In the past few weeks that we've been researching, there have been a handful of articles in particular that helped us better our understanding of comorbid major depressive disorder.
1: The first article we wanted to highlight was a cross-sectional study of 250 patients with MDD in Bangkok, Thailand. It's titled, Psychiatric Comorbidities in Patients with Major Depressive Disorder and was published by the Ramathi Bodhi Hospital in 2014.
0: To quote directly from the article, the primary objective was to examine the prevalence of psychiatric comorbidities in MDD. The secondary objectives were to compare the presence of comorbidities between currently active and past MDD and between patients with and without suicidal risk.
1: We chose this article to discuss due to the interesting nature of the results, There were a multitude of comorbidities that exist with major depressive disorder. The most common comorbidities were anxiety disorders, which included OCD, panic disorder, social phobia, PTSD, and agoraphobia.
0: It was also found that psychiatric comorbidities can affect the suicidal risk, clinical care, and treatment of MDD. In the article, it said, MDD patients with comorbidity were relatively younger, with earlier MDD onset, and had a higher suicide risk compared to with patients with no comorbidity.
1: Major depressive disorder patients with high suicide risk had more comorbid anxiety disorders and psychotic disorders.
0: Compared with the past rates, current MDD patients had higher comorbid OCD, psychotic disorder, and a past history of panic disorders.
1: The second article we would like to highlight is published by the Journal of Nervous and Mental Disease. This paper is titled Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder and Major Depressive Disorder, Investigating the Role of Overlapping Symptoms in Diagnostic Comorbidity.
0: From this article, we learned that there are many symptoms that overlap between MDD and PTSD, such as feelings of distress and difficulties with both concentration and sleep. It was initially hypothesized having any of these symptoms will raise the chance of developing comorbidity for the other disorder.
1: However, at the end of their study, we were surprised to find the hypothesis was actually proven to be false. This suggests that the comorbidity between PTSD and MDD is not due to symptom overlap, but another unstudied factor.
0: This article was very intriguing because afterwards it left us wondering how comorbidity develops. we had assumed that it would develop when you have symptoms that are similar to both diseases, but this article proved that this is incorrect. Now, after reading this, we want to look further into this and try to find some articles on exactly how comorbidity develops in the first place.
1: Through our research, we were able to develop a better understanding of how these neuropsychiatric diseases affect our bodies, providing a connection to our overall study of living systems.
0: We learned that major depressive disorder and the anxiety disorders that couple with it in comorbid cases affected the brain and nervous system primarily.
1: Unfortunately, this topic is still not very well understood, even with today's cutting edge studies.
0: Thankfully, we found another very interesting article titled, Where in the Brain is Depression? Published by the current Psychiatry Reports Medical Journal that provided a couple of hypotheses.
1: Quoting the article, the first proposed hypothesis is that depression is localized in multiple brain regions simultaneously. This could arise from a common molecular abnormality in the neurons of multiple brain regions.
0: This study also hypothesized that a separate system may influence the functioning of multiple brain regions involved in mood regulation, and impairment of the system could lead to abnormalities in multiple brain regions.
1: We also explored an article from a Harvard Medical Journal titled, What Causes Depression? Their understanding led them to hypothesize that the number of neurons in the brain was closely related to depression.
0: They had discovered that the size of the hippocampus in people with MDD was up to 13% smaller than average.
1: Directly quoting this article, this research team proposed, the real value of antidepressants may be in generating new neurons, a process called neurogenesis, strengthening nerve cell connections and improving the exchange of information between nerve circuits.
0: We will continue to research neurogenesis as a potential solution, not only to MDD symptoms, but also comorbid MDD due to the aforementioned
1: symptom overlap. This in turn will enable us to better understand comorbid MDD's connections to living systems.
0: Throughout this research process, we have hit a few bumps. The most obvious one being the quarantine caused by the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: This quarantine has kept us both stuck at home. So now we are unable to access books from libraries or collaborate in person.
0: In the beginning, we had set out a plan on how we're gonna do our research and we expected to use research articles, credible websites, and books from the library. There was also a Wi-Fi outage due to a broken Rogers cable, forcing us to halt our online
1: research for a couple of days. On the bright side, once we had our access to the internet returned, we did have a lot of success with finding online research articles about comorbid MDD. There is plenty of information available online to make up for the fact that we can't use the library, allowing us to make sure our research is on track. We'd also like to take some time to thank the Anchor app for allowing us to record this podcast together.
0: We also had a lot of spare time on our hands, which is quite useful as it allowed us to really focus on our project.
1: And with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Disorder Discussion Podcast.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you guys stay safe and healthy in this trying time.
1: Have a great day.